Hey everyone, welcome back to the Not Just Politics podcast. The following is a conversation with Logan Dubill, his second time on the show. He is a political, conservative content creator and journalist, as well as a marketing and sales senior at Point Park University. We sat down to discuss a little bit of Star Wars, which we were just keeping up on, a little bit of the culture war, other areas of politics, the Trump indictment, and a lot more. This was a really fun conversation. It's always great to engage with Logan. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Now, if you want to support the show, check out links for social media in the description. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Yeah, we're on. We're live. We're live. Am I? Will we get demonetized if I do the finger gun to the audience? I, don't <laughs> I love doing that. You ever done that? And doing this, it's just fun. I don't know why. Is this something fun? Like I, I, it's always in a joking manner, but I'm always just like, listen here. It's just fun. You got to do double. Double, double sometimes is great. Yeah, it's fun to do. Ladies and gentlemen, Logan Dubill's back in the studio. What's going on? Uh, not much. <laughs> I'm just I've trying to graduate. Binged. <laughs> yeah, you're you're getting out of here. That's crazy. You're gonna escape. You're gonna escape point prank. Point prank. Yeah, I'm That's telling you, they got to rebrand the pillow. Yeah. Just take the R, put it here, <laughs> move the uh, switch the R and the A and put an N, and then that's and then it's actually nice because it lines up. See, it's two uh, five letter words. See, the N is in the same uh, spot, so it lines up. Two by up five right. box there. See that the P's would line up, right? I'm telling you, this would be great. A and the N would line up. And that's what I'm saying. Oh and then you could gosh. center Missed university opportunity. Under it. Missed and then <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll pitch it to the new president when I invite him on the show. Have you have you met him yet or talked no. to him? Not at all. I've heard I'll be on I've heard mixed things, but um I don't like to l listen to those people I until I actually I haven't meet really the looked guy. into him yet. Uh Pitt just got a new president too. I looked into her. Really? But not our school. Huh. So wait, so Pitt, their president like resigned? Or did um, they get fired or what what happened? I don't really know, to be honest. But the new uh, I guess they use the term chancellor over there. Um <laughs> That's oh that's fancy. Yeah. So the Supreme Chancellor, is it Palpatine? <laughs> it is, is it? Palpatine. <laughs> it is. Whoa. Um. No, it's but she emperor. used to work at the University of Minnesota, and. Minnesota! <laughs> 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 what? Because he's in Minnesota, so I played the soda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, no, I hit the soda. <laughs> anytime. Anytime. That I was hear... actually perfect. That was like. <laughs> Anytime I hear anybody say Minnesota, <laughs> that's all I think of. Is but uh, yeah, she she used to work there as the president of that university, and now she's um, here. But apparently, she's her salary is nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. Nine hundred fifty, uh, which we, is a thirty six percent increase compared to the last person who served in that position. So the previous pet president was getting what, like six? Like I think it was like high six, low seven. High six, yeah. okay. And now she's getting okay. So we got angry at Don Green for making what, like five hundred seventy something thousand a year. But okay, I know that I have, like you said, the time mark thing doesn't work. But here's the thing: I've never time stamped and then looked at the audio file on the board after. So I'm just gonna do one just to see if it pops up. Yeah, just time time stamping the episodes. I said that I was gonna start doing that. I mean, I just haven't gotten around to, like, listening back to the whole episode yeah. and timestamping it because it's tough. Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't met the new president. Yet. All I know is the Globe put out, like, a hit piece on him or whatever the of second course. he stepped into office. <laughs> Did you see that? I've, I've tried to it was so dumb. stay away from the Globe. It was so dumb. They, like, 
the 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 article started out by talking about like oh this is who he is and this is what he's done and this is where he's been and and then in the second half of the article they snuck in all of this like oh and he donated money to republicans in the 2022 midterm cycle and like oh. it essentially maybe i it, should meet the guy it evolved <laughs> it evolved into an opinion piece in halfway the, in through the news section <laughs> yeah yeah and then apparently the administration went to that person who wrote it and told them to take it Ooh. to to revise the article I, I and take it down. That. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. It was a dumb article. It was dumb. Oh, because it dumb. was <laughs> no, they're not all dumb. I don't think they're all dumb. I genuinely do see some students uh, covering valid stuff, and the articles are written well. But that particular one was stupid because it just didn't. You know, my, it didn't uh, even give them a chance. Like they had student students commenting, being like, "Does he even know where he is?" You know what my favorite article was? Uh, there's a student here who raised a lot of money and went over to East Palestine. Oh yeah, you you're still I listen. I've just got to say it to you once. Like they're not. I get it. They should have covered that, but they're not going to do it. I oh I well, mean, they're not going to do it. But you did. You did raise money and you did go over to East Palestine, and you did give money to people, which I thought was cool. Were you so here's something genuinely that I was thinking about whenever you did that is like doing a good thing is doing a good thing, right? Yeah. That's what it is. I do worry about and this is something I want to talk to you about today, like a broader topic, but I think that East Palestine got turned into a political football. hundred percent. I think it did. And to be completely honest, that was the only problem little problem that I had with the tweet that you put out was the, you, it was like, uh, since president Biden won't help, I will help. Yeah. And I, you know, fine. But I do think, you know, I just don't like the political football thing that we do. No, I mean, I, I, I understand that viewpoint just like from my perspective, like I, like I wasn't placing blame on Biden. I wasn't saying that that happened because of him, mm-hmm. but you know, when there's a disaster, but you to usually your, go. And yeah, to it, your it, credit. And he still hasn't gone. Yeah, to your to your credit, yes. Yeah. Biden took mad long to show up, and so did Pete Buttigieg. He's, he's still taking mad long to show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I get that, right? Uh, but that is something that just... But uh, again, like everybody does that. Yeah. It, just, it, it drives me nuts. Like Everyone likes to do I mean, that. I mean, Trump Trump took too long to show up, too. I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, then, I'm a little bit upset with how long it took him. I mean, I, yeah, he, he, he got there, which is good, but he could have he could have been there sooner. He did the classic Trump. He bought everybody McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> which, again, it's a nice. I was there. Do. I was there the day after. <laughs> I was like, if I was there a day before Trump could have bought me McDonald's missed opportunity. No, oh, the funniest part. Every time I hear about Trump buying McDonald's, I think of the, <laughs> the tweet that he made when he had bought everyone the fast food in the White House. And he just had the like, that is bowl on his t- in the in the moments of like the lore of this show. That is a legendary story. Oh, I yeah. must bring that up every, God, every fifth episode. I must bring <laughs> up that story, and we must pull up that picture because it's just so fucking funny. I love that. <laughs> I love that tweet. That tweet is one of my favorite tweets of all time with the hamburgers. I don't. I don't call them hamburgers now. I don't. I call them hamburgers exclusively because of Trump. Like he gets full credit for that. That tweet. Single-handedly, you're like, you're like, if I give Trump credit for anything, it's that. <laughs> no, I mean, I listen. You can give Trump credit for th- for things. I give him the biggest thing in my life that I give him credit for is that he single-handedly changed 
the way that I say hamburgers because I no longer call them hamburgers. Trump, if you're listening, you really... He's a friend of the show. Changed He's the life listening. Over. He's listening right now. Yeah. He's a friend of the show. Longtime listener. And he <laughs> now he knows. I appreciate him for, for helping me to fix my vocabulary. Because I was calling them the wrong thing for 18 years. <laughs> Way too long. Way too long. Anyway. So, anyway, how, how's, how's everything else been? You're out here grinding. I'm, you're I'm one of the busy. fucking... You're a workhorse, dude. This guy's out here DMing me at 4.30 in the morning being like, Hey... Um, who was that? There's people waiting in there. outside. <laughs> okay, no. I get wrong. All right. Um, no, but anyway, yeah, you're out here DMing me at like 4:30 in the morning with like a Star Wars edit. I'm like, this. Oh guy's no! Still, like, how's this guy still awake? This no, guy's I'm awake. literally like, there was a point. No, I, I want to say a couple weeks ago, I was like nocturnal, and there was a day I just had to pull an all nighter because I was like, if I um just pulling all nighter i'll just go to bed early tonight and fix this but yep i've just been traveling so much and um, you've been all over this place yeah you've been um, all over well <laughs> i mean end of february i did my one day east palestine trip uh, a couple of days after that i was in dc for cpac that was mm-hmm. like four days maybe yep um then i had car troubles so had to go home then Which is all the way to Philly. That's five yeah, hours. Yeah, it's a five hour. I was a five hour. Well, I, I went straight home from DC. So it was about, oh, okay, gotcha. I went from gotcha. Pittsburgh to DC, DC to Philly, and gotcha. then Philly to Pittsburgh. But Holy cow. Got, got a new car, upgraded my car. Um, went new to, car went, unlocked. What car? You got an FXP to it's unlock a it. Twenty twelve Chevy Equinox. Okay, I gotcha. love. I love her. It's a big upgrade compared to my O two yeah. Suzuki. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's a yeah. bigger car now. Yeah, no, okay. definitely. Gotcha. And then uh, me and a couple of friends from Pitt went to Ohio. We got to see Charlie Kirk, Candace Owen. Yes, I saw that. Um, got some cool protest <laughs> footage there. Um, we just had Cabot Phillips and Riley Gaines, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later that I've attended. Um, and then we got Michael Knowles coming up on Tuesday. That should be yeah, in four days. Yep. Um, I, you just, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. This guy's crazy. <laughs> this guy's crazy. He's out here. No, seriously. Like you, you're you're working hard, and I and I definitely see it. You know, just DMing me Star Wars edits, which I appreciate all of them. I gotta keep everyone. I up love with the yeah, I mean, with, with the I, edits and the conspiracy theories. The, the edits are the edits are crazy, amazing. The I edits are them. actually really cool. I love them. Yeah, and, like, like and there are accounts that are just dedicated to like making a couple edits per episode or movie, sure. and I'm like, thank you guys for <laughs> yeah, thank you doing for doing the words work. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, and speaking of which, yeah, I I I have officially got myself caught up on the Mandalorian. I spent I I had, I it took me a while to get through the Last of Us, which was whew, they that, better not mess up season two. I know that the producers is on my are listening to this episode. Season one was a banger. See, honestly, season one of the Last of Us was some of the best TV I think I've ever seen. I'm it was ha- so. I'm gonna good. have to prioritize that over the other things on my list right now. I I'm keep, I'm not doing anything until Wednesday. Like I'm just. Mandalorian focused. Oh, you're finishing up, and then I'll start a new project. Yeah, The Last of Us was really good. This is we're in the age of Pedro Pascal. Oh, he's no. in his yeah. he's in his going crazy. Seriously, he's good. Anyway, yeah, but I, so let's talk about that. I I don't know. Season three is kind of. Season I will three, say, literally, like someone was. I was talking to someone yesterday, and he said that he hasn't started it yet, but he wants to catch up. And I went, you can jump to episode seven. <laughs> you actually There's can. Really, like nothing. Uh, I think there were a uh, couple, a, a in the couple like important parts of the story, but episodes yeah. as a whole that are worth watching fully. No. Yeah, I think that season one was 
a 10 out of 10. It was really, really good. I and think then, season one and two were 10 out of 10s. And then season, I think season two was like a nine. It was still really, really good, but it just wasn't the same. Like, there's something about, because it was such a new thing. It's a Western in yeah. Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is all kind of a Western, if you think about it. But this one was really Western. This is just, type. like, straight bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. Like, guns, no lightsabers. No lightsabers, which yeah. is, like, I, that's, I love, I, I love, I love Star it. Wars. I love Star Wars when there's no lightsabers. That, to me, is some of that's the That's why I liked Star Andor so much. Like, yeah, not Andor a single lightsaber. And Rogue One, too. Yeah. Except for the... Except for ex- the... The exception yeah. of the Darth Vader scene, which is still one of the coolest. But that was... I mean, th- that scene without a lightsaber wouldn't, wouldn't have worked. So. No, and it was one of huh. the coolest scenes we've ever been Oh, in. yeah. It was cool. Anyway, yes. But I don't know. I feel like season three is kind of washed. I feel like they lost the magic a little mm-hmm. bit. Grogu's still adorable. He's still really funny. And the Mandal- like the characters are still cool. It just feels like they lost the magic a little bit. They yeah. just didn't... They should have stopped with season two. They probably should have just stopped. Uh, they should have stopped. They should have let Grogu stay with Luke. And yeah, then, like, like, what's the like, <laughs> what's the point of introducing that? Uh, if it wasn't gonna happen, gonna go. Yeah, I don't. And know. And then that's what Boba Fett was, like a continuation of the Luke. Yeah, and it was Grogu Mandalorian story. season two and yeah. a half. And well, then we haven't seen him since, which he might. I, I don't think he's gonna. Pa- I don't think they're gonna use two season finales to use Luke, but. No, no, they they can't. I they have can't. a, I have, I have quite a few conspiracies about what's gonna happen. The only reason why I guess they didn't have Grogu stay with, with Luke is that because that means that Kylo Ren would have had to kill him. Yeah. In the in between, which is like that's fucked up. You can't, you can't do that yeah. to us. Plus, who knows if Grogu, like Grogu, may have been more powerful than him, so that might have not really worked out. And it's the end. a little fucked up, but I like Star Wars when they. I like do that. Th- when there they, has when they to be take those there, risks. Yeah, yeah, there, has, off there, has, to there yeah. has to be stakes. I mean, not everyone can live forever. No. Like, I don't want Grogu dying of natural death. No, no. I, I would rather... I mean, yeah. Honestly, th- I would have been more happy with that. I would have been happy if they just were done with season two. They just had the Mandalorian go off and do his own thing. And who knows what would happen to him. We don't know. That's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. And then just have Grogu live with Luke and... Maybe Kylo Ren killed him off. Maybe he escapes. Maybe it's just open up for interpretation. <laughs> it's kind of like the box in Pulp Fiction. It's like, what's in the case? They don't tell you. Yeah. You get to make that up. Which, on like, like it's kinda th- fun there, it. there's a lot to be gaps in the storyline. Which, yeah, and there are multiple them. projects of Star Wars, which I'm like, they weren't needed, but I'm happy that they did because it provides context. Like yeah. Rogue One, everyone like, was, Pe- like people that hate movie on was, Rogue I know, I love it. It's literally my favorite movie. It's so good. It's so good, and they just and people don't. And like it just it. makes so much. It just adds something to the story. Like, yeah, they didn't have to make the movie, but I thought it was really well done. I thought it was great. Yeah. I loved Rogue One, and I thought, yeah, I think you're right. Like, Andor is not necessary. The Mandalorian's not necessary, but they're fun and they're oh, the yeah. world building. And it adds a lot. No, because literally, like in Andor, like they're building the Death Star or mm-hmm. whatever, and that was a cool little addition. Uh, Kenobi, you find out that they have the little like graves or the. They have all the Jedi, mm-hmm. so that adds a little bit of something. Now with the Grogu thing, like you find out they want his blood to create the clones or whatever. So. Yeah, and he was there on Order sixty six, which is uh, the more we see it, the more sad I get when I that think uh about it. that Order sixty six scene. It was the, so the, sad. Uh, the Jedi that that saved him, dude. That guy was crazy. He was double lightsaber. You know we who gotta that put is? A, we got to put a spoiler. No, who the heck is that? That's the actor that played Jar Jar Binks. Wait, 
the 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 Jedi, the, the black Jedi, the black guy. That yeah. guy voiced Jar Jar Binks. I don't know if he voiced him, but I think he was the costume. Oh, he was the mocap yeah. guy. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah, I like when they do that. Yeah, he was like suicidal or something. I'm pretty sure, dude. Yeah, for the Jar Jar. I don't get why anybody hates on Jar Jar Binks. I hate I not, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> you hate you hate him. Oh, that's I, annoying. He was fine. I he was. He's an important character though. Like yeah, he, he, people don't realize he's the one that basically caused everything. He's the <laughs> one that handed over the emergency powers to the Chancellor. Damn, you're kind of right. Yeah. You know what? I just don't want to hate him. I don't know. He's just it's whatever. Just he is what he is. I'm just happy he wasn't like a main character because that would have been like shut up already. <laughs> but. No, I mean he he's chilling. But anyway, yeah, that scene was really sad. And actually, you know what's really funny about Rogue One is you remember the blind guy in Rogue One? He's like the coolest character. Oh yeah. The same actor plays a blind guy in the new John Wick movie. <laughs> so he's oh, just been pigeonholed. Oh jeez. But he's he was like, also Yo, you pulled off that blind. <laughs> but he was also the coolest character in John Wick Chapter Four. I've not. Seen that movie. That. Have you seen any of those movies? Man, you'd like them. They're fun. Shut your brain off. Just. Watch this dude kill a bunch of people. I'll it's uh, fun. I'll have them on my list too. And and Keanu Reeves does all the fight scenes himself. He does all of that, oh. which is sick. There's no stunt. I like he that. does all the like judo. That. And if he did, he's like 56, I think. I think he did all the fight scenes for the new movie too. And he's moving like he's in his 30s. Like he is. He's in good shape. Good for him. Yeah, seriously, he was. He's a badass in real life. Cause he did all the fight scenes and it was fun. But yeah, the the blind guy from Rogue One played the blind guy in <laughs> John McCaffrey <laughs> Four. Yeah, they, they oh, might that would be using that. Fire. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure he, he's not blind in real life. But like actual blind people like audition for the role and like, nah, you're better. <laughs> no, but uh, that uh, that might have happened. You never know. <laughs> um, but no, no, but he was um, cool. He was like a, a blind dude, and he was like, there was, they were like fighting in this like kitchen area, like a big kitchen for like a restaurant, and he and these guys were like walking and trying to come get him, and he put he had these little. These little white rectangles that he would put on the wall. He had a cane, so he would like feel things with the cane that he would put it on there. And then it was an alarm system. So when they walked over it, it beeped so he knew where they were and then he would take uh, them out. And it was like kind of cool. Like it was that. sick. Yeah, he was cool. And um, he survived. The spoiler warning for John Wick Chapter 4. I won't tell you anything because you got to watch them because they're actually fun. No, no, I won't. It's the same movie. For t- full disclosure, it's the same. Have you seen the Jason Bourne movies? Damn. All right. It's the same movie four times in a row. The plot does not. It's the same plot, okay. but it's still it doesn't yeah. matter. It's still fun. I have friends that hate on. I have a friend that hates on John Wick movies. And I don't appreciate it. I don't. They're fun. I don't hate on anything <laughs> until I've seen it. No, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate on Harry Potter. I'm not. The, I'm not. I'm not the average Harry Potter enjoyer either. No, I'm literally just. Star. I just got into Marvel, but Star Wars is like, yeah. I will watch point. anything. Well, I haven't. I haven't seen a couple projects yet, but no, Mandalorian. Like, I read the Harry Potter books, and they're good books. The movies, I don't I know. Just, it's just like mm-hmm. there's something about yeah. it. I'm just not really. Yeah, I'm not into it. I it didn't really catch my attention. The Fantastic Beast movies, like the prequels that they did, the first one was really good, and the second one's okay, and I heard the third one was not that good. And they're planning on making two more of those, so <laughs> good luck to them. <coughs> you hear about yeah. the, the Star Wars projects coming out? They're uh, doing like Skeleton, what is it called? Like skeleton uh, Crew or something yeah, like that? Yeah, well, there's that show. Um, they have three movies. Yeah, they have three movies. Yeah, I've heard, no, this is what I've heard. I've heard that they're redoing 789. 
They're writing 789 out of the canon and they're redoing them. That's what I was told. This is what I heard. Well, these three movies are all over the place. But, oh, but maybe okay, they gotcha. have. Because one of them takes place like years after episode nine and it's Rey is going to be in the movie and she is rebuilding the Jedi Order. They, they can't stop making the same story over and yeah. over again, can they? No. <laughs> it's the same then, thing. It's the same thing that they <laughs> did in episode six or and whatever. And one of them is like thousands of years before like episode one. Whoa. Like about like the first Jedi. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then like one, uh, uh, apparently there's a movie that has to do with like Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and it's like combining all of the storylines together, which they're already doing because they've they all been that. in the same show before. But and they're also doing Knights of the Old Republic, aren't they? Yep. Or is that gonna be a show? And then Acolyte, Knights of the Old Republic's a show, I think. Um, Acolyte's a show. I just want movies. I don't. I don't. I can't. Ahsoka, I don't want to do TV Lando. Shows. I forgot about Lando. That's gonna be fire. Who's gonna play Hopefully. Lando? Who's playing the Lando? guy who played it in? Oh, in the younger movie. In it's, it's, um, it's, or Solo. It's Childish Gambino. It's Donald Glover. That's gonna be fire. That's gonna be good. I'll watch that. I'll, I'll probably watch all of these. I just wish they'd Andor do movies because it's much. They're probably doing season two of Andor. Yeah. Probably season four of Mandalorian. They need to stop. They need to stop. They need to be done. Well, depending on how this ends. No, I think either way, I'd which do it can end a lot. Well, so here, here's the conspiracy theory of how it's going to end. They're going to kill him. No. Okay. <laughs> um, the episode was called "The Spies." Yeah. Um. And there's one person that just is a little bit suspicious for me. Um, oh, is it the chick in the New Republic with the short hair? No, it's... Uh, She's already been a villain. It's the uh, armor. Ooh. So it was her idea to gather up all the Mandalorian in one place. And when they get to Mandalore, she's the one to volunteer and say, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave and bring everyone back up. Ooh. So she's not on the planet when they get captured. And her and Moff Gideon both have horns on their helmets, the spikes. And where did Moff Gideon get the Beskar from, the armor? I mean, the armor. I think he said they mined it from Mandalore. They mined it. The armor is pretty skilled in crafting that stuff. It just doesn't I guess, up. but when would she have? She was never gone. It just doesn't add up. That's I, actually a good point. Yeah. That's entirely possible that she could be a sneaky little spy. Because wh <coughs> what I was expecting at the end, when she has the refugees on the ship and it shows them in the clouds, I thought she was when when the ship got out of the clouds, like Moff Gideon's fleet was going to be. Uh, yeah, I, th them I up thought they there. were already going to be getting hit. But then when they got captured, I was like, they literally, like, the armor was like, oh, like Bo Katan, go get all the Mandor and let's gather them up and bring them back. And then she was like, oh, I'm a dip. And then they're all okay, captured. But then also, why did? And I'm and I'm also guessing that whenever Moff Gideon broke out of that shuttle and they put the Beskar chunk in the wall, they want the New Republic to think that the Mandalorians busted out Moff Gideon, or the Armorer busted out Moff Gideon. <laughs> oh, but I feel like she, I feel like she's smart. I feel like she wouldn't leave a chunk of Beskar in the yeah, wall. Yeah, maybe. I feel like she, I feel like she's too smart. I feel like she wouldn't do that. So I feel like they. You I think like it was they, a plant? Yeah, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, I think that Moff Gideon wants the Mandalorians gone, and he wants to throw the New Republic. True. Off. Uh, no, because the start of the episode was him saying we need to get rid of them. We need to get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know about that. That's that's possible that you're right with the with the thing, but I also think that. Um, I th that I mean, they just want the New Republic to get thrown off yeah. the trail, so they're going to pin the Mandalorians. I'm, I'm usually wrong with the theories, but I've seen a lot of stuff on 
social media about it. Seen a lot it of it just makes edits. sense, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I I, have, I didn't send those to you yet because you are not uh, caught up. I'm, and I'm also not on TikTok either, so. So I gotta I gotta send you what I got. On, yeah, I I'll, I'll I'll watch them now. Yeah, they're fun. You know, people make those little edits. They're they're fun. A lot of them are very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what's gonna happen. I didn't realize that that was. I didn't realize that next week is the last episode. Yeah. So something wow. big's gotta happen. And they were throwing Thrawn's name out there. They might like oh, give yeah. him a. They might give him a little cameo at the end to lead into the Ahsoka series. Oh, that's a good point. Because Ahsoka's happening around this time too. That's a really good point. Wow. Like like why why name drop him and have Moff Gideon like call out like oh you've been saying that he's gonna help us out and we haven't seen him in one of these meetings yet. So <laughs> he hasn't joined the Zoom call yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's really Star Wars version of Zoom. Yeah. I wonder if they're out here. <laughs> Turn your cameras on, everybody. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember back at the beginning of the pandemic, there was that, there was that, that court case on Zoom, the one guy the cat filter over. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was one of my favorite things in the early there was pandemic. A, there was a professor that had the <laughs> like potato filter on. He, he was, he was like, I think that was on purpose, but he was like, uh, judge, I've got a filter on my face <laughs> here. My assistant's trying to turn it off. And he was like, yeah, oh, I just kept it. Oh, boomer. That's the one thing that I didn't do put for the, anything put during the school meetings. backgrounds or the filters on? Maybe for my next work meeting, I'll put, I'll put a cat filter on. I'll put the potato filter you on should. my face. I would say whenever I was in my physics calls, when for my physics class, my teacher would always have the Millennium Falcon cockpit as the background. Oh, nice. Call. So I would always make mine like Minecraft or something. There was always like a Minecraft background, so I would always do that. But, wow, we spent almost 25 minutes now talking Star Wars. That's crazy. There's a lot to talk about, though. Right. I, I think Disney's spreading themselves too thin. I think all of the shows and all of the movies, I, I from what I've heard, they outsource a lot of their CGI to third-party companies. <clears throat> I think it's just too much because Marvel Phase Four was so bad. Like on the whole, it was not so bad. It was I have so, It was five out of ten. The whole thing is that what was like Loki and She Hulk and that, or is that a, is yeah? That it was like thing? Loki was. There was like no in it, between. It was a roller coaster. Yeah, it was like Spider Man No I, Way Home was awesome. I, I haven't was seen great. I haven't seen any of the Spider Man movies. Any any of the new you shows. You would like Loki. Loki's a, no. you haven't seen any of the new shows. I haven't seen okay. Loki, WandaVision. I've heard that WandaVision whatever. I've heard that WandaVision's good. Huh? I've heard the WandaVision's okay. I Falcon and the Winter Soldier was like it started off really bad and then I thought it got good at the end. It made Falcon into a lot cooler of a character. I like him a lot more now. Um I heard Moonlight was good. I didn't. I didn't get through Moon Knight. I couldn't get through it. I didn't get. I, heard, I, didn't, she, I didn't. I heard She Hulk was awful. I heard that it was like. I heard that it was. I heard that it wasn't good. But I also. I'm wondering if it got. In hindsight, it got more hate than it deserved. Just bad. Well, isn't there a scene <laughs> of like Cardi B twerking with She Hulk? Like that's like the whole Wizzo and Mandalorian thing. Like they're just throwing in these cameos, thinking everyone's gonna hype it up, and then it's like, why is this? This isn't Marvel. This isn't Star Wars. There's the right way to do it. Or like in an end credit scene, just be funny. But this is gonna be in the storyline. Not gonna lie. That would be a funny end credit scene. Yeah. So just But why is it like, like in that. the episode? Yeah, I don't know. Um <clears throat> But like all washed. Like yeah. there are a couple that are good. Loki was actually really good. I did like Loki a lot. Um Do you do you think it's because it's Disney? Because I mean, look at DC. I've heard that they're doing pretty good with all of their projects. I don't Black Adam bombed. 
Yeah, that. Well, I mean, the yeah. the only good. Th- yeah. Mm-hmm. The only good things that I've seen from DC were the Nolan Batman trilogy and the Batman. And Joker was also very good. I love Joker, and they're Joker filming Joker too now. And it's going to be a musical. Really? Mm-hmm. Which, I, which I'm Lady open. Gaga. I'm open. I'm Harley open Quinn? to that. I'm I'm fully open. Yeah, to that. that's going to be cool. Is it still who's playing Joker? Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, same. Okay, yeah, same guy. Yep. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the. I'm excited. It's going to be a Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga shallow moment in <laughs> in, in Joker too. Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga twerking in the new musical. <laughs> oh, no. I would, I would, be, I would um, leave the theater. Well, it's a musical, leave. so that at least makes a little bit of sense. Right. <laughs> Give me a, one of the dance moves in there. Not She-Hulk um, and the lawyer. Uh, Party lo- B and a She-Hulk lawyer or whatever, just twerking in the office. Um, and they're also making the Batman into a trilogy. Which I'm excited. Did you see the Batman? Dude, you got to watch it. That's also on my list. I heard that that was really good. It was very good. I thought it was fun. It was very, like, it was like film noir. It was very dark. It was, it was cool. I liked it. And I thought that um, all the actors killed it. Everyone did good in that movie. But, um, no, I don't know. Other than that, DC's kind of washed to me. Marvel's kind of washed in. They lost me. I'm not really as excited as I used to be. It's just, so, like, Guardians Volume 3 is going to be good. Yeah. Well, I was telling all my friends this, like, Marvel's just pushing too much content back to back. Like there's like yeah. a movie and a show running at the like there's like there's always a show and as soon as that ends another one starts and in between the shows there's a movie and a movie. I'm telling like, you that. Star Wars, just... we gotta wait like a year for the next show to come out. Yeah, that's that's what which that, I think what is they... what makes it a little bit more hype and enjoyable. Like oh, yeah. it's been a while. This is like oh, Loki's still do like going, but the next show's starting like next week. Get ready, and mm-hmm. it's just too much content. I hope that they learned. I hope that they learned from Phase 4 just understanding that they just... I get it. They got to make money. I feel like they were making a shit ton of money before, though. But they just have to learn. They just have to stop. Have well, to stop. like, you look at, like, things down. like Infinity War and Endgame, and those are really dude, good movies. Dude, I remember the Endgame... The Infinity War trailer drop. We had to wait, like, nine months still before that movie came out. And that was... I think that's still, to this day, probably my favorite MCU movie. And then you have the stuff that's coming out now compared to a couple, well, not a couple, maybe like, what was that, six years ago, maybe? Infinity War was 2018. God, that's, that's, that's nuts. Five years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, that movie's been out for five years. And or did how, it come and, out? And or, how much more content has been released wait, since then? Or was it like the trailer was in 2018 and Infinity War was 2019? I'm not sure. No, because I think Endgame came out in 2020. No, because I saw Endgame when I was in high school Shit. and I graduated 2019. But Infinity War wasn't in 2017. I know that for I don't fact. know. It, it could be. I got to look this I up. I mean, Force Awakens was 2015. That's crazy, too, yeah. dude. Infinity War was 2018. That's eight, okay. Was that eight years ago? Oh, my God. My God, oh my dude. God. We're old. We're old. Okay, yeah. So Infinity War was 2018. Endgame was 2019. And then Captain Marvel was the only movie in between. I that was back. That was, I that, liked that was, Captain Marvel. Really, that's not like an amazing like. It wasn't like oh my gosh, but but it got. It I think cool. I think it got it more nice. hate than it deserved. In yeah, no, ways. for sure. I think it did. It's it, not it like a, it's not like a top five Marvel movie no, for no, me, no. but it was it was it was good. I liked it. But it it, it yeah, was enjoyable. It, I wasn't sitting in the theater like hurry up. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I thought, but other than that, yeah, the, uh, of all the newer stuff they've done, man, Spider Man No Way Home was legitimately I, a very good seen, film. And I, I mean, of course, I've gotten the spoilers for that movie, so it's not. No, I mean, you. It's you, inevitable. You can't point. avoid that. No, you can't. And and then I, I saw Ant Man. The new Ant Man movie was like. That's out. Really? 
When was that released? Recently. Yeah. Yeah. Five out of ten. I was going to... The only reason I wanted to watch it was because they used Goodbye Yelbert Rude. <laughs> Dude, trailer, the in, music was good. In the trailer. Yep. Marvel Marvel is good with the music. Music. Oh, yeah. I'll, go, um, I'll give them that. They are. No, it was such five out of ten. You know what it was? It was like... Listen, I have this is actually this is actually a really great wow. We're really good at segueing between Star Wars and politics. Somehow yeah, we're really yeah. good at this. I don't know how, but it's like I don't I don't honestly I honestly don't mind social messaging in movies. I really don't. It's how you do it for me. It's you have to make it a part of the story and you have to make like there has to be a reason for it. And it just felt like Ant-Man 3 was lazy social justice commentary. Well, and it didn't really have Okay, it had a little bit of a point in the story, but even that felt forced. Like all of it felt like they had to put it in there and they, and I just felt like it just felt lazy. It felt lazy. And also for Disney, cause I know the executives are, <laughs> I can't keep doing that bit. It's going to get old. Um, if, if they want to make, I mean, Modoc funniest villain of all time, absolutely genuinely funny. I was laughing out loud in the theater. Anytime Modoc was on screen, I was laughing. Hilarious. Unintentionally, they're not trying to be, but yeah. it was so funny. You know what a good example of the like thrown in the social justice stuff, not like not for the story. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you seen uh, the boys? I have not seen the boys. No, I, I liked it. It was good, but there was a random episode where there was just like a Black Lives Matter protest. <laughs> Nothing to do with the story. Mm. Well, yeah, and I get it. Like it's a self-preservation thing. That's what I've. That's what I've like. Well, I mean, over the I, last I, year I so like found these, out these that <coughs> companies feel for like they have to do that or else. I, I that's what I used to believe, but then I was I was listening to um funny enough I was listening to Andrew Schultz's podcast, which you watched his most recent special, Infamous. Uh, hilarious, funny I as was hell, dying. Dude, that special, he's great. But he was because he's he, good. He's good because he roasts both sides. Yeah, he roasts everybody. Yeah. Nobody's safe. Yeah, nobody's safe. Uh, but he was in because he's been doing a couple of movies in Hollywood recently, and he was like, I learned that. There's not some room of people that coordinate what the social messaging is in Hollywood. It's more of like a self-preservation thing. It's like, I don't want to be seen as the person that's not down with the cause. So I'm going to put this stuff in my movies. Mm -hmm. It's not this like shadowy cabal of people in Hollywood being like, all right, all the movies this year are about this thing. It's like, it's not like that. It's, It's just that everyone is afraid of, and that's true. I mean, they, they might feel like they're forced to. That's also entirely possible. Which is why they do, which is why they don't incorporate it in the story, because they're like okay. So, then, so then what's a good movie that we would both consider that was good, where they did a good example of like social messaging? I'm trying to think of what's come out recently, or just anything in general, like any okay. Movie. Well, here's a, I have a TV show. Okay. Um, Grey's Anatomy. During the whole COVID thing, in the way you watch, you watch Grey's Anatomy. I do, I do watch Grey's. That this guy, not anymore. This guy is a not riddle. Anymore. Not anymore. This guy's a riddle. I can't figure you out not every anymore. single time. I, this, my job, I'm, this guy, I'm very diverse. This guy loves Star Wars and Grey's Anatomy. But anyway. no, like during the whole COVID thing, it was like they incorporated Black Lives Matter and COVID nineteen protocols in the hospital. But that was because that like that was all going on at that time. Right. So they so like, that was like in there it properly. was like relatable to the audience and it was cool. Like obviously it's a fictional show, but it was cool to see like the protocols in the ER and mm-hmm. like how things changed compared to like pre COVID. Oh that's cool. So you could actually see a difference in the yeah. procedure. Oh yeah, no, oh, no. Like they they, cool. they all had like yeah. like and ninety five manda- yeah, the masks on and social distancing and the ER rooms they had to shut some of them down. 
So, okay, that's cool. I can appreciate that. But like, if that's that cool. if that if that came out like this year, I'd be like, come on, it's over with. But it was during COVID, so they right. they incorporated that that's into cool. the show to yeah. Yeah, I think some of the early Disney movies were good about doing a little bit of social messaging without making it forced. Like, I think The Lion King is a great example. Oh yeah, of that. Beauty and the Beast is a great example. Of that. Like they they put social messaging into the movies, but it was so deep in the story that you didn't really see it. It's just it's there. Just like there. You notice yeah. it in the fact, but it's it doesn't not really add or take any. I mean, yeah, it does add. To the well, story, I mean, but it's like, not like a, a segue back to Star Wars, <laughs> the last um, movie. There's a like a lesbian kiss at the end, and it's like they just threw that Wait, in at, there at to the be, end of um, uh, which movie? Rise of Skywalker. There is when they're celebrating. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, right. see, that, that that part I'm like even not know. as <laughs> not as, even know. I didn't even notice. Not as bothered about that. I know. I mean, um, I'm not bothered, but it just shows that they're just throwing it in to say that they're inclusive or whatever. But it has nothing to do with the story. Like, just commit to like a character. But do you think if it's like two side characters and they just wanted to, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, but but like what I'm saying is they just threw it in there just to be like, oh look, we look, there's a. Lesbians are in Star Wars, or yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not as I I see where you're coming from. But I I'm not as bothered by that person. I know I mean, I'm not bothered. I just think that they should have maybe, like not like forced would like this relationship to, w- on everybody, but w- would maybe... you prefer it if it was like two main characters and that was a thing and they made them like good likable characters and then they kissed at the end? Yeah, but not like we would have had to known that they were attracted to each other before. Like right. I didn't wa- like I didn't want like okay these are I'm literally I I, I was I'm pulling I was... this out of my ass right now. But mm-hmm. like if Ray and Leia like at the last episode like at the end just like that age started like kissing. Okay, I'll, 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 I'm, <laughs> no. just, I'm just picking out two main characters. Like if they just kiss out of nowhere, I'd be like, what the hell? But if they like were showing like interest into each other, then did it? And I'd be like, oh cool, that was a. Nice that was my problem with her kissing Kylo Ren. Is like these two people aren't attracted to each other. What no, the not yet. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that that was weird too. No, like, I don't care. But like from like me looking at like why Disney did it, it was like oh people don't really care about these characters. Let's just throw it in and we can say that we did that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, just looking at the like, li- like we were talking about the like social, just trying to be more yeah, open and inclusive, or yeah, which I yeah, if it was in the background, that part I can kind of like, ah, eh, we can yeah. Know. But I but, got a, I, I wrote an opinions piece about the last Star Wars movie, and I got a strike from the Globe for writing that piece because I made people feel uncomfortable in the office. <laughs> What'd you say? I, I I basically just said what we said, which wasn't even the whole, oh, which wasn't okay. even the whole point the of movie, the article. The movie I just sucked meant, to be. No, it was awful. Yeah, <laughs> awful movie. So bad. All right, <clears throat> there are a couple of things that I want to talk about. I don't really have like I have questions, but they're not going to be like super structured and serious. Um, this is something that I want to talk to you about that we had this conversation a couple months ago, like previously. Um, what a harsh segue. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> So this is something that I want to talk to you about. So I, and I don't want to misquote you here, so I'm going to paraphrase this and make sure that I'm getting this right. We had talked about back, back before the midterms. Um, I forget how this conversation came up, 
But I asked you what your thought was about reducing uh, political polarization in this country. What a segue. This is crazy. <laughs> and you had said to me that you your solution was that the red wave would be sort of a a downslope in polarization because more people voted red. Wait, that 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 the red wave would have would reduce polarization because more people voted Republican. Oh, I don't remember saying that. Um, oh, okay, but I was curious if you still kind of feel that way. I mean that. I mean, it it makes sense in a way, like just ha showing that maybe more people do think this way. Maybe people are more open minded to the right or. Because I'll be completely honest, from my perspective, like I understand where you're coming from with that. And again. I, that, that could be misquoting. I'm not saying that you said that verbatim, but like I, I didn't just say remember. it on your podcast. No, but okay, we, had, we okay, were texting. Okay. We were texting, and you would been like, "Okay, well, I, I, I," and again, I could scroll all the way back and find it, but I'd be scrolling back. Yeah, no, no. I just remember that that was, and I don't. Maybe you didn't pitch it as like a full solution, but you were like, "Okay, well, like the red wave is going to help at least." Oh no, no, I, I don't, I don't think there'll be a full solution. I don't think there is a full solution really. Okay, I think it's a okay. whole bunch of tiny Thanks. aspects that will kind of build up on each other because from my perspective and I, I understand where you're coming from with that but from my perspective that actually doesn't really make any sense because even if people feel like the republicans are representing them better than the democrats in the midterms like let's say it went the other way and the red wave did happen mm -hmm. those people aren't necessarily conservative they're just voting Republican because they feel like it represents them better or the other side is crazy or the Re yeah, Republicans yeah. financially well, I mean, better for them. Th that would just be the political divide, Democrat versus Republican, Republican. not not, right. I not ideology, I guess. Yeah, okay. Then, then yeah. from that perspective, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but when you first told me that, I was like, Logan, I got to talk to you about this. No, I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> there are liberal Republicans and conservative Democrats. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you. That's something that a lot of people don't really understand. No. And... I've been trying to separate that language in my head. You recently. can be you can be liberal and not think that the de that the Democratic Party represents you. And same and way, same way, other, the other way, way around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's actually cool. I, I like that you said that. Okay, so then, glad we. Could okay, well then maybe I want to stay up. on this topic for a little bit. Um. So, so you so you were saying like that's that that's a, that's a, a potential sort of fix. Yeah, I mean, it, um, it wouldn't be a direct fix. It'd be indirect because mm -hmm. that just—I just think it opens people's eyes more. Like, oh, I hear all these bad things about this side of the political aisle, and they turned out numbers, and there's a lot more than I thought, and maybe not all of them are as bad. Because mm -hmm. um, obviously, like you, you, like we we talked about generalization and stuff. So yeah. if, if if you see a group that you have heard bad things about, and then you see that they're a little bit bigger than you thought. Then you're like, oh, well, maybe they see something that I'm not seeing or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it, um, like I said, it would have been more of an indirect thing. Okay. An, an indirect fix. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Uh, that's not necessarily. That's that's a difference in that's a difference in focus. I think you focus more on like the actual political side of things, like in D.C. with elected officials. Mm -hmm. I like to focus more on like the people. Type thing. No, well, I mean, like, <coughs> even from the people's perspective. I guess. But I do think that a lot of people are trapped in, like, the lesser of two evils type thing. Oh, 100%. And even though they yeah. don't necessarily, maybe they don't want to vote Republican, but they're like, I, I gotta in this. Like, I feel like I have to because the other side is so crazy or but this and that and the other. I feel thing. like that's really rare. That's a rare voter. 
I don't know. Segment. I don't know. I I talked to my. I, mean, I, 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 I talked to so many people who were like, no, I would never vote the other way. That's interesting because I I've talked to some people that felt like in you know in 2020, or in 2016, like they didn't like Hillary, but they disliked Trump so much that they had to vote for Hillary. So I have I have heard it's not a lot of people I will admit. Yeah. But I have heard some people they say that like in 2020, like I didn't really like Biden, but he's better than Trump, so I got to vote for Biden type thing. Well, a lot of people aren't voting I hate to, I had to throw my mom under the bus here, but she has told me that she's voted Democrat for a long time. Um, I believe she voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016, mm-hmm. and then 2020 she voted for Trump. So, okay. I mean, there, there's definitely a right. chance for you to... I mean, if you're voting against Trump one year and for him the other... Yeah, like that's I'm I'm not saying it's a good sign because I'm happy that she voted that right. way, but it's a good sign that people are open minded and can realize. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Yeah, so, I mean it's possible, and that and, and that's why that's why I was saying earlier, like oh, if more people shifted red. Yeah. Compared to the last election or the last voting cycle, mm-hmm. um, then others who may be in the middle or may you know feel forced that they have to vote one way. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's referencing the Democratic Party, but they'd be like, oh, well, more people are opening their eyes. Maybe I need to look into something more, um, yeah. which obviously is indirect. I'm not being like, oh, if a red wave, ha- if a red wave happened, there would be no more political divide. But yeah, I, I, I don't I, think I, that's I what think you it said. would start a shift. OK, yeah, that's all right. OK, so then in the ideal world where what's what is the place for the the liberal or progressive perspective in an ideal world <clears throat> in the trash can no, just um i don't know i mean I, I i don't think it's good for there to be only one viewpoint being mm-hmm. represented i mean you're never going to have like a hundred percent control over something even mm-hmm. if you look at some of the states that are like really really red um you know, state senators are all red, but then you have a blue governor. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be compromise. So um, I was actually at a college Republicans meeting the other day, and they were talking about, like, how do we win the next election? Like, how do we do this? And they're like, maybe we do need to compromise with the left to make things happen. Um, and we, we were specifically talking about abortion. Okay. And we got into, like, the rep- all, we, it, it was college Republicans at Pitt, and we were all, like, arguing with each other. Like, some mm-hmm. people were like, no, I'd rather lose elections and have Roe v. Wade overturned. Like, this is a win. I don't care. Other people were like, no, we lost that election because Roe v. Wade was overturned. I think yeah. I think maybe we should give the left the one-term abortion thing. And other people were like, no, that's messed up. Like, this is a huge win. We shouldn't just give up our morals for support votes. So... And that's in really interesting. Do, okay, so do you think there is a do you think there's a situation in which uh, yourself and other conservatives, because I do think it's possible to to reach a point of understanding and find common ground without sacrificing your position. Yeah, I'm a big um, on the topic of abortion. No, I I don't think that okay. compromise should happen there. Um, something like gun control. Um, I'm all in favor for increased background checks, okay. um, making it more difficult. Um, do I think that any, that we should ban them? No, but if yeah, that, if, that if that's just a little bit of compromise we can make to, 
okay, so find you, some common ground and express both viewpoints on the mm-hmm. issue, sure. But so no, you'd like, be willing to sit down with progressives and and work out a solution for increased background check. No, yeah, no, for sure. Okay, no, but the topic um, of abortion, I, I I'm not really. So you wouldn't. I I don't think it's, and I I do think the topic of abortion was what brought people out to vote in 2022. I agree, but um, that's just a topic that I don't want to let my morals go just for a few extra okay. votes. I don't think that that's ethical. I and I respect that. Okay, so then because I, I did see a study that the majority of Americans agreed with like that one term mm-hmm. thing, or that like before. I'm going to fuck this up because I forget the terms. It was like after the third trimester, it's illegal or after the second trimester, it's illegal or it's like some number of weeks. And like the majority mm-hmm. of Americans agree that that, that should be that, yeah. that should be a thing, Um, which I don't agree with it. But if that's something that compromise were to happen on, you know, you have people on the right who look at it as, OK, we got rid of a lot of abortion. Mm-hmm. And then people on the left are like, OK, a little bit of restriction, but it's still an option, which is what we've been fighting for. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, you're going to have the radical left who is like, no, it's I want to be able to abort my child the day before birth. I don't actually think I, I don't. Here's the thing. I, it, I, it, I, it, I have not it, met one. It of those doesn't people. happen. It doesn't happen often. It's I very, 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 very rare. Yeah. But I'm saying there are people who are going to see that as a loss there, and there think are, that yeah. their rights are under attack and are not going to be happy with that. And there are also people on the right that would say, well, that's not enough. Yeah, no. Yeah. Me okay. included. Yeah, I just okay. said I, I don't think yeah. it's. And someone in the meeting was like, no, like we need to focus on the votes, like give them that. And I'm just like, no, like, yeah, yeah we, I we, don't like that. We might have lost some seats in the election and the red wave didn't happen but overturning Roe v. wade was a huge step for this movement and i don't think that we should give that up just to have dr oz instead of fetterman or what you know whatever right okay so then that's another th- that was a follow-up question that i had is like what's the what's the amount of push and pull in your eyes ideally because a conservative-minded person, my understanding of conservative-minded people, because I am one a little bit, is that is that change is not bad, but change too fast. Oh, can for be sure, bad. yeah. That's like, it's not that innovation is bad. Innovation's good, but I th- I think and actually it's interesting. I, I think like AI is one area where conservatives are like, this is too fast. Like AI is, I don't think that really on paper. I think there you're gonna find people that have problems with AI, but I think on the whole, a lot of people. Uh, could at least come to the understanding that there are a lot of benefits that it can bring us, but if you implement it too quickly, not a good thing. Well, can <clears> I <throat> can I go back to the abortion topic for that? Sure. Of I course. mean, overturning Roe v. Wade was like huge. Mm-hmm. Like you had people in the right who were just like celebrating, like, "Oh my gosh, this is like crazy." Yep. Um, all my friends, uh, I sadly didn't get to go. But all my friends went to D.C. right mm-hmm. outside the Supreme Court building to celebrate. Then you have everyone on the left who's like, "Oh gosh, we got to protest this. Like, this is extreme, too fast." you know, protesting in the streets. Um, and then, like, right away, like, as soon as that was implemented, you had some of the trigger laws go into effect right away into the states. Yeah. So Like, immediately. It yeah. was, like, immediate. Yeah, so that that's... I, I would assume that that's an example of the change you were talking about. Like, that was a, cr- like, fast... Everything was yeah. happening at once. Um, and that, now, I mean, I supported it, and I think that a lot of good has come from that. Like, I, I think that I read that, like, 60,000 lives were saved... Well, you know, 60,000, I guess, extra births or however you want to say mm-hmm. that uh, since that. So for me, that, that that's a win. But, I mean, then you look at the left perspective on abortion, or I guess not the left. So I'll, I'll just say pro-choice because there's probably people on the right who are pro-choice too. But um, they're like, oh, gosh, this is, like, too much. Yeah. 
Well, and that's like whenever I whenever I'm in these circles of more left leaning people and I try to argue for conservatives, that's the biggest thing I bring up is like we have to understand that at a at a almost like at a psychological level, there is a split in the road. Like left leaning people are okay with change really fast if it is bringing up people on the bottom. And conservatives, that that is like all the all the alarms go off when the changes start happening too fast. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's how people are. Like that's just we can't change that. So we just have to learn to work around that. Like you just have to learn that, yeah, if you're dealing with conservative folks, you have to give and take a little bit. And so are they. So No, but that's what you also have to look at it like if the change that's happening fast benefits you, like you're gonna more be likely to support it. Sure, because the Roe v. Wade thing was a very fast change, but but as someone okay who is pro life, I was like, oh, I, I, this this is not bad. Sure. But if, so if there were to be, if there was to be like, I'm just trying to think of like, but you know, AI okay, is a problem. Okay, so like, yeah, a- AI too. But like from the left perspective, if they banned, if they banned guns in America, all of they'd them, be somehow. they'd be crazy celebrating, which is a big change. And then our side would be like, oh gosh, this is too a much little bit. Change. Yeah, yeah. I think when you go to the extremes of banning, when you go to the extremes of banning something that mindset actually goes away because it's not a really fast change it's like it was abrupt there's no movement right so maybe whenever you go as far as like an extreme ban maybe that sort of mindset goes away which kind of kind of makes sense but like you know ai is a problem that or ai is a thing that could benefit everybody yeah could benefit you it could benefit all of us but if it happens too quick, that's where like that's where the conservative part of my brain kicks in. Because I look at the AI stuff and I just think we're doing it too fast. We're running into. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not an expert. I get it, folks. I'm not an expert on AI or really on anything. It just seems like it's too quick. Yeah, seems too fast. So then, what do you think is that? I don't know. Do you think is there any sort of system that we could we could adopt? Well, I guess this is coming from your perspective. Um, for like, what is that? What is the rate of change? You know, I, I was talking to I was talking to my friend Claire, and she was almost saying that, like, in a way, like the 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 progressives are almost like the delivery man with the new ideas, and the conservatives are almost like the guy at the door. And a lot of times, like, th- so where's the balance? Like, how does society move uh, forward I'm if there's that? Sure, I mean, I don't because I'm gonna say one thing, but then contradict myself. Um, I don't know. I mean, like we said, maybe just giving and taking a little bit and compromising and then once that starts to open up the eyes of people maybe we can expedite that change a little bit faster as people kind of settle in but then there are topics that i don't think should be go- like the abortion thing like i thought that was a huge win um and if we started that off like okay roe v wade's still okay but we're gonna limit it to second trimester only and then first it's like yeah but it's still happening at a pretty high rate Right, but would you okay? And so then that's a position where you're not willing to budge. Problem. I mean, as of now, no. Okay, and that's. And I'm I, definitely open to having my mind changed on that. But as of now, just the way sure. I look at it, like yeah. I don't think that because for me it's like morally, right, wrong. Yeah. So I don't think that going against my value system just to, you know. And it, yeah. it, it, it sounds selfish, I know. No, but, but, I, but I don't think so, because, listen, and this is the one thing, the one thing that drives me fucking crazy about the left is that they say that the right is trying to, they're doing this to control women's bodies. And it's just the most ignorant argument I've ever heard, because it's not. People on the right, and myself included, even though I've just, I, the abortion thing is like, I just don't, I don't know where to put myself. I just genuinely don't. 
and maybe we could talk about that, but like, like, like they see it as murder, like it's murder to them, and you're taking away human life, so of course they're going to try to stop it. Like, and well, it I mean, sense people on me. the left no, recognize that too. Yeah, I've seen so many videos of like, oh, is it a living being? Yes. So you're killing someone. Yes, I am. But I should have the right to do that. It's like you did you just hear yourself? Yeah. And you know what? And that's. Yeah. And that's where a lot of them. That's where a lot of them land. And to be honest. I don't know if that's where I land. I'm not okay with it. I do think it's I personally I do think it's murder. I'm curious though. Like, here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking about. If you ban the guns, it doesn't get rid of the guns because no. people are still going to find mm -hmm. a way to get them. If you ban abortion, people are people still going to have yeah. abortions, and they're going to happen in these underground clinics where the the medical procedures are perhaps not as safe. So that's why I don't know where to put myself because I agree with conservatives. Yeah, I think it's murder. I do think, in many ways, that it's morally wrong. At the same time, the libertarian in me is like, if you ban it, does that give the government power to ban other stuff because they're not just going to stop at abortion or they're not just going to stop at guns? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, ah, so it's tough. So I don't know. That one's and that one's tough. And that one's probably where they're, you know, the common ground thing. It's it's going to be really tough. No, I, it I, might I, never happen. But I think abortion is the one thing that it's budging is going to be very I, difficult i think if we can just understand each other's perspectives though no i mean that's I, at least a lot more valuable i don't know us. if i've told you this i was pro-choice like very pro-choice like beginning of high school i was too um yeah. and then i started to do more research i saw images of what abortions look like um it kind of hit me and then I got to the point where, I mean, I personally, I budged a little bit. I was like, okay, maybe if we limited it this trimester, that trimester, back, back, back. Then I was like, no, only rape and incest. And if the mother's life is in danger, should it happen? And then I looked at the rape and incest, like, well, why are you taking, like, obviously that's horrible, mm -hmm. but why are you taking that out on the innocent party in that interaction? And then I was like, only if the mother's life is at risk. But apparently one of my friends who's done a lot of research into this said that that's not even considered an abortion. It's like a different procedure. Like they don't count that. Oh, interesting. So okay. now I'm just like, no. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so if a mother was about to have a, a child and, and it was endangering her life. Like that's like the doctor's decision and that's, that's like a different, different procedure. So that you don't consider that an abortion. I mean, from what I mean, it could be. I, okay. I I don't know, but from what she said, and she, but you but she you are like but you did. are okay with that then. Like, oh, if no, the mother's yeah, life yeah, is going to yeah, be in danger. No, 100%. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I I guess I would still consider that an abortion, but hmm. Yeah, so that's that's one that's tough, and that's one like I think that was at the Bridge Summit when we did Bridge the Gap, which is an event that is really popular. I think Arizona State invented it, and then now everyone does it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's. Just to explain it briefly, it's like you have 10 round tables, 10 topics. The tables are split into two sets of five seats. Everyone sits down. You talk about the topic for 15 minutes. At the end of the 15, one set of five rotates to this table. This set of five rotates to the other table. Okay. And so you're constantly at a new table with new folks talking about new things. And it's cool. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, there was a little bit of common ground that was found at that table. I think I was at that table. I don't actually remember now. But that one's tough, yeah, because the people feel very strongly about that. And that one's that, like, are we going to find common ground? Well, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, it, but it's, it, it's just because both sides are so extreme. Like, you have one side yeah. that's like, that's murder, and the other is like, you're trying to control me. So how do you find And it's interesting because they're not even arguing for the same things. No, because if the argument different. was purely on, are you trying to control women's bodies, conservatives are going to say no. No. Huh. 
and liberals are going to say, well, we don't want you to. And the conservatives are going to say, neither do we, but we're not focused on the women's bodies. We're focused on this other thing. And so that that's also the one thing that drives me crazy is like we're not even arguing from the same yeah. starting points. And then we're wondering why we get so pissed off at each other. It's like because you're not even arguing for the same well, thing. Anymore. That's why like a lot of pro-life activists I keep up with on social media, the way that they try to find common ground is not about the like, should it be illegal, legal? It's where does life begin? Because that's when you, if you can find yeah. common ground there, then you maybe open their eyes of, oh, well, you know. If they do believe that life begins at conception, which I think it's like 96% of scientists agree with that, if life begins at conception and you can recognize that, then maybe you'd be like, oh, that is an individual life. Or at least to understand why they think it is. Yeah. Even if that's I even if that's the only common ground you can get, progress. That's made. so valuable yeah. because then you stop looking at those people as you're trying to control my body. You go, okay, from their perspective, they look at that thing. I'm just going to say that. I think I think it's a life, but... Again, I, I yeah. tried to... What's happening? What happened? This cuts every 30 minutes. Where's the other camera? Not here. Dog, that cuts every 30 minutes? Did we lose anything? Okay. New camera. Anyway, should we carry on? Okay, we'll carry on. Um... Yeah, well, that's interesting. And I think that's a lot of where our problems come from is we just don't understand the starting points, I think, is like a big thing. And then you even look at gun control. Mm -hmm. um, th to me, it's a constitutional right. I think that law-abiding citizens should be able to protect themselves. The other side thinks that we support school shootings and think that people should just get shot up. Yeah, I don't think that anybody actually supports that. No. Okay, so then, well, that's interesting because here's the one thing that I do see. Um, I do, I guess if I had one criticism of the political right, and again, I kind of agree with them, and this is something I still think, I do see, like, I do see a lot of rhetoric coming out from the left, it's like, you guys don't care, you don't care how many kids have to die, this kind of thing, that kind of thing, and I get where they're coming from, because there's too many people that have died of school shootings, like, it's too many, mm -hmm. I'll say that. And I hope everyone agrees with that. Yeah, I, I would hope so, too. And I think that everybody would. And then I do see the whole, like, thoughts and prayers thing from the right, which, again, I get where it comes from. I understand why they're saying that. And, and I, I think that most of the time it comes from a genuine place. I think sometimes they just throw it out there because that's the answer that they got to give. But I do think, like, mm, I get that the right doesn't want the guns taken away. And I don't want them taken away either. But I, I do think they're just not budging at all. And I think that that at this point, well, got to sit down I and think have the some issue, I think the issue was with that, and this is why I'm really annoyed, is schools are gun-free zones. So you're just proving that if you do take them away from an area and prohibit them, that bad people can get in and take advantage of that um, and do these awful things. Are schools gun-free zones? I mean, I would assume that most of them are. I I know a lot of schools have metal detectors and yeah, my school, that, did, but, but I think there were police officers that I don't th were I, around. I, I don't school. think the officers in my school carried guns. Maybe maybe the ones at my school didn't either. I honestly don't remember. What were you gonna say, Gavin? I think that might be the 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, teachers, yeah. like, uh, unless there's the school that implemented teachers are allowed to carry, but like, I don't think teachers, students can't have, be carrying them around in their, like, if, if a student was caught with a gun in their backpack in their locker, like, no, no intentions to use it, like, you, you would be in so much trouble. Expelled immediately. That would probably be a crime. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I, I, if a high school student has a um, firearm on them, but. And I think I saw data that sh I don't remember. I, I say I can't be doing this. I can't be pulling up studies because I don't honestly remember any of them that I've seen. But yeah, I, d I just feel like. And again, I'm not asking. I'm not asking anybody to sacrifice their positions, um, but I just think that like, nobody's budging on that particular yeah. topic. I mean, the the only budging I'll do with that is the background checks. What are red flag laws? I don't even know. I, what I, a red I don't flag understand them is. too well. And I think that like apparently they were like being removed or something. I don't even know. I, I did. I can't get. I into did all see this. that in the headline, but I can't um, get into all this. No, I mean, j just on the like the school thing again. Like, our um, politicians get security. Our celebrities get security. Yeah. That's all okay. Why aren't the kids being protected with arms? I think the argument that the left school. is making is like it's it's the access to guns that the I I don't say so here's the thing. And again, I would love somebody left-leaning person. I've honestly considered for episodes like this getting a co-host, like for from the other perspective to come in. So both of them can. Yeah, yeah. but then it's like, but I would rather like a one-on-one. -on -one I think is a little bit better. I like them more. Um, but so I don't know if the left necessarily has a problem with like protecting the schools with guns as much as they're just making the argument of the fact that it's. From their perspective, it's so easy to get one, and there are so many of them that, yeah, eventually they're going to fall into the hands of the wrong people, yeah. and then they're going to go do bad things with them. Again, I, that might actually be a starting point issue. Again. But, like, taking that into consideration with how many firearms there are, like, if you take them away from law-abiding citizens, then it's just bad people getting their hands on them. Well, that's true, but then again, I don't know. I, I don't Honestly, I see a lot of people on the left. I don't think a lot of them are actually making the argument that we should ban the guns. It's a lot of, like, restrictions and and background checks and stuff to make it we definitely to talk to different people because <laughs> all i see is ban 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 oh yeah and i and that's why i think that's like i that's what i'm saying i i think you honestly i'm just gonna be honest with you because you're my friend you gotta get off those social media spots i don't know where you are no I'm, and i'm guilty from, of this too for, like. no i i've heard from friends i've heard from protesters um obviously a lot of it is on social media but I'm not like searching up. I don't. I don't look up like liberals oh, wanting oh, to yeah. ban guns. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, I know you're not doing yeah. that. Protesters are gonna. That's gonna draw a little more yeah. of an extreme crowd as well. Yeah. No, I don't honestly. I, I. I don't. I mean, I. We have a. We have a buddy that self-identifies as a communist, and he's like, yeah, I don't want to ban guns. We've just got to restrict them more, make it a little bit di more difficult for bad people to get their hands on them. Yeah. Which, you know. Which I think that's. I. I think that's. Fair. I agree with. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that again, a lot of it's a slippery slope. All right. <laughs> You got a picture with Candace Owens I and with did. Charlie Kirk. That was fun. Um, are there? So this is what I'm curious about. Are there any of these people that you have big disagreements on on certain topics? Or what are they? You know, what what are some of them? What the disagreements? Like I don't know. Like, is there any? Is there any policy? Anything these people have said? Is there any sort of rhetoric stuff that you just don't like or you disagree with them? Not, any of them? Anyone really? I mean, I I really do. Like Candace Owens is probably one of my favorite conservative. I don't know if you want to use activist influencer. Talking head pun. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I really respect her. The whole like Blexit thing. Like you, like your skin color does not determine 
what party you have to be with. And I think she's opened a lot of minds with that. And I really do respect her for that. I think it takes a lot of courage to kind of step out and be the one to start that movement. Um, I don't really follow Charlie, like his specific podcast or anything mm-hmm. too much. What about um, people from the Daily Wire? Michael Knowles I like a lot. Matt Walsh I like a lot. Okay. I think I, I, I think they are really interesting because they make pretty valid arguments just by asking simple questions. Like, what is a woman? When does life begin? Stuff like that. Um, ben Shapiro, I kind of just like for the memes. Yeah. Um, and for him playing Minecraft. Yeah, with, uh, with Biden and Trump. No, no, no! He actually played Minecraft. Oh, did you he? See that he had, his producers uh, actually no, got him to play Minecraft. It was really funny. I thought you were talking about the the, oh, the AI. Thread, the, yeah, the AI. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that's on my list of topics later. Okay, I was just curious if there was anything these people were saying that you disagreed with. I mean, as of now, no. But if something comes up, I mean, I'm sure there is, but okay. nothing, nothing comes to mind. No, I'm not like radar. a blindly follower, and I don't wake up and listen to their podcasts and take notes and be like, yeah. oh, I, I have to think of this. But yeah. as of now, nothing comes up. Okay, because I used to be a fan of a lot of those people, and I'm not as much anymore, but mainly just because I've... it's Again, I think it's a difference in... Just a difference in approach. What is it? The um, And I'm curious what you think about this. The Bridge CEO calls a lot of those people conflict entrepreneurs. I mean, yeah. And P- uh, yeah, I mean, there are people from both sides who want to rile people up like, I to get the views and to get the... Yeah. Speaking engagements and stuff. I mean, how do you think Michael Knowles is so popular? Yeah, I used to be a fan of Matt Walsh a lot, actually, because I, I was a lot more conservative back then. I agreed a lot with what he said. Uh, he's funny. He's very dry and sarcastic, and I uh, appreciated that approach. And also just, like, the way that they structure – the way that they structured his content was, was really enjoyable, and it was easy to watch. And now he's just mean. Now he's just mean to everybody. So? Yeah, now I, he's just mean. I think the opposite. I think Doesn't he's been doing a lot of really cool stuff with the documentaries. I think he's taking it a little bit more oh, seriously. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree with that fully. I think he's just being mean to people on social media now. He's, I just see him, yeah. like, saying stuff about people. I mean, like, listen, if you want likes, if you want followers, you got you, you to put yourself out there. And, and I'm guilty of that. We've, we, we've discussed this off air. But, mm-hmm. um, no, I mean, when I'm ever with engaging with people, like, just the other day, um, Turning Point at Pitt did a Change My Mind table. Yep. And it was protested. Mm-hmm. A change my mind table was protested. They always are at this point. Yeah. So we, we went over and tried to have a conversation with them. Like, I'm not going to go over and be like, ah, lib. Oh, yeah. Try, no, I, you're, you know. you're, you're a respectful yeah, person. Yeah. I do believe that. Yeah. I, I guess it's like, listen, can people have their moral disagreements with Dylan Mulvaney? Yes. But to like call her ugly on social media and just to say all of this, like, I just, I just don't, I can't, I don't understand yeah. it. Like, that was the part that really set me off. Is like, man, now this guy. Because listen, the argument that what is a woman was making is an interesting argument. Because to be honest, yeah, the left has a bit of a contradictory viewpoint on that, as far as I know. And it was framed in an interesting way, and it seemed like he was doing some genuine like conversations with people. But then after that, then he started being mean, and I'm like, oh, I just don't like this guy anymore because he's being mean. I just don't. But I get it. People still like him. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I'm just not as much of a fan because I don't I don't like the conflict entrepreneurial type mindset that that mm-hmm. whole thing has. Uh, while we're on the topic of that, now there's this whole Bud Light protest going on. Um, and I don't really, to be honest, I don't care. I just wondered if you had any thoughts on that whole thing. Uh, we, we I was talking with this with some friends 
uh, earlier. I think it's funny. They were like, the right does cancel culture better than the left does. <laughs> like, Bud oh. Light tanked, lost $5 billion. But we're not saying no one should buy Bud Light or anything. It's just like, oh, well, if, if you're going to... But there is a protest over it. People are shooting it with guns. People are okay, shooting. Okay, well that that's dumb. Like you already you literally bought it. Like you spent money to get that. Like that, how is that helping? Like that, like that's it, what yeah, you're talking about. Like just for views and stuff. Yeah, like that's like the what stuff are you doing? Yeah, if someone ran. I saw like there were cases and running over with their cement truck or whatever. I was like, what does that do? But then you have the bars and other places. Like no, I'm no longer offering this. Sure, and that is their that is their yeah. decision as a private business and or th- whatever to do. That's that. a better way to show the company that they aren't okay with that than. Right. You know. Did you see what Rogan said about it? I didn't. Um, I pull it up. It was actually really funny. I got this text this morning. But it's a it's a Twitter thread and it says based red pilled woke king Joe Rogan talking about the Bud Light thing. Oh, <laughs> Here he goes. Uh, Rogan says, "How is that a how is that a big deal?" I think it's goofy because I think that person is goofy talking about Dylan Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. But if you want to hire a goofy person who gives a shit, it's kind of hilarious when somebody says 365 days of womanhood. Uh, it's also just a can with that person's face on it. That's all it was. It wasn't like stuff they were selling. Yeah, I mean, I agree. But if I mean, they obviously. I mean, I don't want to make assumptions, but usually when they do that, they send them and it's a brand deal. And they're like, oh, if you can promote our product, that'd be great. Yeah, so that, that was I'm like a collaboration. That's yeah, that's, that's a collaboration with them. Um, there are other companies who are, I mean, I don't know. I haven't checked into Nike's financial information yet, but I know that Nike partnered with Dylan Mulvaney and they did, uh, had, the had him, yeah, the sports bra. Um, this is interesting then. Okay. So I was curious about this. Okay. So like if, cause this is, I think what happened, like, um, like didn't the left do a similar thing with my pillow? What like protested? Yeah, and like yeah. weren't using yeah. it like that kind yeah, of yeah. They they like boycotted it, yeah, they which boy- is fine. I, I'm not like oh look at these people. Like if if you if you don't like the message that Mike Lindell has, then don't buy the product. That's right. fine. Yeah. But now I um, see like, and I'm sure people on the right got upset with that. I didn't. I don't. I don't care. Right. But now you have people on the left who are like, oh my gosh, imagining boycotting this, like homophobic, transphobic, blah blah blah. So no, I just don't think that that was a, like I just think that was kind of weird. Yeah, that's and, the point that I was making. Is like everybody does it. Yeah, for different no, reasons. Everybody everybody's going to boycott the product. And then you have, um, I don't know if you remember what happened with Goya a couple years back. What's Goya? Isn't that like a it's chocolate like, brand? No, it's like the beans. Oh, the beans. Oh, yeah. Coffee beans or regular? No, like like black like beans. Big pinto like, beans. Okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. But oh, yeah. um, really I, I don't know the exact details, but we were talking about this the other night. Um, I think like the president of it like donated to like a Republican or came out supporting a Republican candidate, and the left mm-hmm. got really mad. And yeah. the right went out and just like bought out Goya. Oh, oh my god yes. yeah so i <laughs> one of my friends is like we still have goya in our house like my mom cleared the shelves to like show support for the company like that that that's a good way to protest or something like sure. if someone comes out and you support it you support them even more if you don't like it you don't do it right um yeah but i don't think either side should be getting upset i i i, I did a tiktok about it the other day and people were like oh imagine being mad over Bud Light, and say like, i'm not mad i'm just saying look this company made this business move it didn't work out and it's showing so here's the thing this kind of i kind of get worried about this whole situation it seems like at this point there's not a single aspect of our society that the culture war hasn't touched it's leaked into everything Mm -hmm. and whenever i see this whole you know brands can do whatever they want to do i don't want to restrict 
anybody's ability to do anything really in that regard. But um, yeah, it just seems like I don't know. It's like I see all this stuff. Did you see what happened with a uh, Lego? Yeah, and it's like who gives a fuck? Like who cares? I don't care. Legos are still gonna be bangers, dude. They're still gonna be cool. Like I don't, and I'm not trying to put other people down to care about that kind of stuff. But my thing is like, when does it end? When is it done? Like my point is like, why? Why do you need to have a book with sexual terms? Using what did Legos? they do? I don't remember what they did. Uh, did they do like a disabled Lego person? Oh uh, no, I, no, I don't care about that. No, what I saw was like a <laughs> a, a book, and it was like a A through Z book. And it was like each letter was built with Legos and it had like a word that started with that. But it was like I is for intersex or N is for non-binary. It's like Lego, just be a Lego. <laughs> just be a toy. Oh, Brickman's Ultimate Lego A to Z. Is that the one that yeah. this, they're but talking about? What I saw was like I is for intersex, N is for non-binary. And it's like you're literally a building brick. <laughs> Why do you got to get involved with this? Oh, it looks kind of cool. But okay, I didn't again, it I didn't read cool. it. I didn't, but that's, I guess, my thing is, like, it's it's starting to infect everything now, and everyone's going to start doing this, and then before you know it, it's going to be, like, you're going to be judging somebody in the store because they're buying Bud Light. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't like the way, I don't like the way that that goes. I don't like the passion. I don't, I, I don't think you should judge other people, but I think that you can buy extra or not buy it if you aren't happy with the. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course, obviously. I mean, people are, people have done that forever, even before the culture was a thing. People have done that. People have bought other brands over other brands for certain reasons i guess i'm just concerned like with all the stuff that i'm seeing i mean even the stuff over at pit i just i gotta know like i'm just curious like for you when are you like i'm just genuinely asking this question when when do you feel like it's enough when when have we gone far enough where does it end in what the entirety of the culture war when does it end it's not gonna end i don't think over i i I don't think so is there a point for you though where you'd be like all right we can stop now I don't, well, okay, so back to the Dylan Mulvaney thing, like, people are like, well, what, if we just stop giving him attention, it will end. Um, like, he literally is just doing this for attention. Because um, I, I, I don't know if you know, but he was, like, a very flamboyant gay before he came out as a transgender individual. Um, Did not know that. People from the right, which you're probably not going to agree with this, and this might be a little bit extreme, but are like, he didn't get enough attention. He started his social media accounts. He tried this. People recognize him as this flamboyant individual. And now he's like, oh, I'm transgender. I'm a girl. And he started getting views and clicks and brand deals. And now he just flaunts it. So people are like, if we just stop ignoring ignoring him and giving him the attention, then it will die down. But in my opinion, if we don't ignore that and say that that's wrong and that he needs help, he's just going to continue to run with it and make more money and so I, I mean I, I I don't know I mean it might die down but I think that there's always someone's always going to have an issue with something so I don't think that it will ever end mm. alright I mean I kind of agree with you I was curious if you had any like if there was like because that's the thing no one no one has a and no one has an end point no one has a like that's the problem with this whole thing I think is that we've we have not in, we have not laid out the terms of play and there's no finish line. Well, like, and it's just and it's just gonna destroy. It's gonna destroy. Looking everything. at looking at the pit situation, it's gotten worse. Like there was a protest for the Cabot Phillips one, for the Riley Gaines. They moved the protest into a street intersection. This one, I was on campus yesterday, and there were flyers that said "Shut down Michael Knowles." So they're not even like protesting like 
they're trying to shut down the event and prevent it from happening. So it's just progressively gotten worse. So, I mean, I mean, yeah. on a topic as sensitive as gender ideology, that's kind of what I expect. And Michael Knowles is obviously a little bit more well-known and controversial than the other speakers, so I also expected it to be a little bit more crazy on Tuesday. But, no, I mean, topics are going to continually get more sensitive and things are going to progressively get more debatable and divided. And So, I, don't, I, I mean, I think it's just going to continue to get worse. I talked to you about... Look, we've had a couple of private conversations about that stuff that's going to be going on at Pitt. Mm -hmm. And um, I hope it's okay that I speak this into a microphone. But like the one thing that I really respected that you told me was that the reason why you were so outspoken about the events at Pitt was because you were standing up for your friends. No, no, they were getting harassed, bullied, threats. Um, I'm not going to say some of the threats on. I don't want to get you guys off of YouTube, but... <laughs> Um, no, after That's hearing that and then what do we come to me? Like, what do we do? We're alone. Like I was in that position at this university. Mm -hmm. So I've been through the ropes. I know what it's like and I would never want someone else to go through that. Um, so no, I, I, I'm like, I'm not, and they never let me hit the end of this, but like, you don't even go here. Why do you care? It's like, no, if you're going to be attacking my friends for their views and accusing them and calling them names and i know that they aren't the things that you're calling them yes i'm going to defend them so that's why i'm so vocal and yeah. then with the social media aspect i do have a little bit more engagement on my platforms and stuff so i did want to bring attention to what's happening and i've written a whole bunch of articles about it i've been very opinionated on social media but no i mean they're my friends and i'm i'm, I'm gonna have their back and i really respect that because if that was happening to the bridge you hey chapter pay be doing the exact same yeah um, and this is something that I th we also talked about is that I posed the question of like, again, when does it all end? Is there a point where, because I just think that everybody has to, I think that everybody has to deescalate without sacrificing their positions. Yeah. And well, I think that it's possible. Like I can name ways that everyone could do it. I'm not saying that I'm this person with all the solutions, but, and you made the argument that like, I don't see the other side backing down. No, not at all. So I don't want to back no, down. No, not at and all. I, and I understand that. I just, this is selfish, but it makes my job a lot harder. <laughs> well, but also I just, I just don't like it because I'm friends with all, I'm friends yeah. with people on both sides and I, I see them being nasty to each other and I just don't understand this it because is I know the, them as This people. is the ideal situation for the Michael Knowles. People who like the event, go in, enjoy yourselves. If you don't like it, stand outside and protest and make your voice heard. I'm, okay. I'm not saying that the protest shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm kind of against the protest. I think they're protesting for the wrong reason. I think that they've been fed a lot of misinformation about what Noel said and kind of the whole conservative movement around gender ideology. To be fair, he did say he did say transgender and transgenderism needs to be eradicated. Now, I don't know if he meant exactly that. Do you know what he meant? Because I'll be honest, that is why he, He's talking about wild. the ideology and how it's shoved down everyone's throats. But the left has twisted that and said he wants to eradicate trans people. He well, wants to, to be, kill us. To be fair, that is kind of what he said. It's not what he meant. Because I, I understand what he's saying. Like, he's yeah. saying that you have to. we have to put a little bit of a dampening thing on, like, the gender ideology stuff. We have to, that yeah. kind of thing. I do think that was very poor wording on his part, to be completely I mean, honest. I'm I'm going to agree with you. Like, he definitely could have said it differently, but then you talked about the social media clicks and 
the money making and stuff. So yeah, I mean, yeah. He, that he got what he wanted out of that. He that's, went viral and and I, and I will say the reason why I don't the reason why I disagree with what these people do, but I don't like to really hate on them, is because I know that that's just the incentive structure. Yeah, the incentive structure. They think they're all broken and. You got to hate the game. You don't hate the player. I mean, yeah. I dislike some of the players, <laughs> but um, I also like some of the players. Like, yeah. So that's kind of the thing. And I j and honestly, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the incentive structures are broken, but I think that it can be changed by everyday people. I think that Michael Knowles could have set a precedent for other conservatives by saying, by saying something that was a little more like gently. And I get it. I don't want, I'm not saying to be gentle and to like coddle anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think at some point, yeah, like we have to all tone it down a notch. I agree. I think that everybody does. Yeah. But again, you know, I, I get it. He wants to. I mean, to it, it was said. It's the, the the damage has been done. And, you know, I and I, again, I, I think that a lot of people are. I, and I also think that it, it doesn't make conservatives look good. That doesn't make it doesn't make anybody look good. And it really doesn't help. Um, OK, now this is another thing I also do. You know, who Destiny is the Twitch streamer heard but not okay familiar uh he made the argument that he was he was and i actually like him a lot he's actually pretty cool um mainly because his viewpoints are you know he's not didn't like box himself in he's like a liberal who he claims that he's on like the far left he's like if i reach really far i can touch the middle but i don't know because he's like he's like capitalist and he yeah he actually he's actually a big supporter like he actually likes the job that biden's done and but also like he engages with a lot of people on the right and all this stuff but he said he was like i think that like conservatives need to take a step back and i think he was saying this like without sacrificing their positions essentially saying that like yeah conservative voices aren't being put in the rooms where talks about gender ideology are happening mm -hmm. and they need to be because they have genuine concerns, but the rhetoric that they put out there has made it so that they're not being invited to those rooms, sometimes for genuine reasons. No, I mean, I mean, there are people who are just like trans women aren't women and eradicate transgenderism and stuff, which I understand what they're saying, but that's not a way to have the left recognize your position and yeah. your concerns. Yeah, I think that's at the end of the day. Like, I, I think that you can be opinionated. Like, that's again, that's the one thing. That's the one thing about Bridge USA that drives me okay, crazy. So like everybody my, thinks like I think people explaining their full stance on the issue helps too. Yeah. Um like personally, if you're eighteen and up, I still don't agree with transgenderism, but you're an adult. If you want to do that to yourself, do it. Does Go it ahead. mean I have to agree with that? Does it mean I have to support you in doing that? No. I don't agree with that. Now, when it's being pushed in schools and kids are saying they're transgender and um, and it's happening because I have a relative who's going through this right now. But um, and then people are saying that minors should be able to be on puberty blockers and get hormone treatments and stuff. I'm like, no, that's not kids can't consent to a lot of things. Why should that be one of them? Yeah, that's that's kind of the one area where I, I do agree with you. I think that. And I, I've, ah. I've seen pictures of post-surgery, and it's sad. It's, it pisses me off that that's something that is acceptable in society today. Yeah, that's the one area where I am feeling like I, I try not to get super like hardline on stuff. Mm -hmm. And not because I, I don't want to pick a side. I do want to pick a side, but I do feel some responsibility to still try to be that person that anybody can come talk to about this stuff. And I think that I've still done that, but... Yeah, I think that's the one thing is like they can't 
they can't they can't consent to that stuff. Yeah. And like that's and you don't know what the long term effects are. And it's a whole that, that's all messy and I don't I don't I don't really engage with this topic very much just because people feel so strongly about it. And I'm not an expert on anything. I do know that it it, it in my heart it feels wrong. Yeah. But but yes, I don't know. But, but I, that's when that's when like college students and adults who are trans who say that you're trying to take away our rights. It's like, no, if you're an adult and you want to spend your money on that or, you know, alter your appearance or identify a different way. Like no one's saying that you're not allowed to do that, but I don't think it's fair for you to enforce your lifestyle and everyone else or say that you have to agree with this or support me or refer to me this way. Um, but you have every right to do that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to under 18, I'm like, this is not acceptable. And I don't know why this isn't a more agreed upon thing that this shouldn't be happening in this country. Well, I think it's because. Mm. I don't know if I can fully argue for the progressive perspective on this, because I don't think I fully know all of it. I think I understand where they're coming from. I don't really disagree with it, but I, I get it because they're they're saying like you know if these people, it's if the kid genuinely feels like they're in the wrong body and it's such a struggle, then we should try to help them out in any way that we can. But, but I don't think that, eh, and I get like I, I get it. I get where they're coming from. Helping, but I I don't know. Yeah, I think that a part of me also does think like a part of growing up is that it just sucks. Yeah. Growing up is just not easy. I, like I everyone hated it. I hated middle school. I hated that time of my life. Yeah. Um. And I don't think that like this isn't a comparison, but I don't think that like putting myself on meds and altering my appearance and stuff would have fixed that. Now I know that's other people may think that and think differently and have different experiences, but I just think that, and especially now that it's so like prevalent in the younger generation that it's becoming more of a trend. Like, people will see that and be like, oh, interesting. Well, maybe I haven't thought about that. Maybe I am born in the wrong body or something. I think there is. I, I would – okay, I don't want to – Ah, I don't engage with this topic for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I just – because I don't really know. But I, I know I do think it's entirely possible that there is a social contagion aspect to it. Yeah. I think that those people are – I think that they're real. I think I – don't, I don't deny their existence. I think that they're real. Uh, I, I also mean, they're obviously – you're a real human being, and I, that's another argument. You're designing my – you're denying my existence. Like, no one's saying that you're fake. No one's saying that you're not a real person. Yeah, but when you say that – when Michael Knowles says that trans again, – again, I'm not trying to, like, bring up the old wording again. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Go back. I'm just saying, like, what he said. Whenever he says that, people say, okay, well, that thing that you're saying needs to be eliminated is an integral part of my identity – so you're saying that that part of me needs to be gone. I think that's where they're coming from is like, I, I get it. Like you're trying to deny my existence thing. Like that technically you're not. But I do think whenever you get into that territory of like saying that that doesn't need to be a thing. Yeah. That's tough. But anyway. I, <clears throat> I understand that. Yeah. I, I, I digress. Let's let's carry on here. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to my boy Donnie T. What's this? Free what's my the, boy <laughs> What's the, Wait, what's, the, what's the status? Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Obama. Uh, what's the status of the indictment? Because I haven't followed it for at Apparently all. Apparently, he was in New York yesterday. I just heard about that last night. Um, okay. W- what are we thinking? Guilty, innocent? What do you think it's going to be? What do you I, think? I, he's I, going I, to I be? think it's going to be guilty. 
Think he's gonna be found I, guilty? Do I think he's guilty? No. Do I? I, th- I bet I think that's gonna be the way. That oh, so you don't think he's you don't think he's guilty of anything that he's been accused of? Well, from from what I heard, from what I something about like the statute of limitations is out of play because in New York it's like it has to have happened within the past five years or something, and it happened seven years ago. So I don't know if that's a case that they're going to try to use. He did. Bro did get. He broke. Caught like what was it? Thirty six felony charges. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in the thirty. So th- there was also like it's all finance. It's all tax and yeah. financial stuff, from what I understand. Which is crazy <coughs> that that's okay. what they're going after him for. Well, I think that it's partially legit. I mean, I think that's partially legitimate. It also. Is, I think like, it's wild. Like. And from my understanding, they're not like it's not like Trump's trying to hide that transaction. Like it's out there, it happened, it was paid for, but it's how he financed it. Like yeah, that's the problem. They're, they're trying to get him on whether it was campaign funds that used that or his own money. Correct me. Yeah, if I'm and, wrong. and I think yeah. I think it was campaign funds. I think that's or at least what from what I've heard it was. So so funds. they're saying that he shouldn't have used campaign funds and should have used his own money. Yeah, that, that, I, 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 not, I, I think they're that, not charging him for that transaction. They're charging him for the way that it was funded. No, yeah, because I know I, I don't think that paying hush money is anything seen as like particularly. Is it kind of fucked up? Ah, maybe, but yeah. I think a lot of people like everyone does it. I think that that is the whole point, though. Is like, yeah, I think I mean, it Clinton was. Did it? Like, I think huh. it was. I think it was campaign money, and that that was not supposed to be done. But either way, okay. So if he's found guilty, well, what does that do to him? And okay, now you want to hear something funny? We can make more. We can make more election predictions that can be completely wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, let, let, let's do it. R- round let's two. Let's do it. Put Maybe a, I should be like, oh, Biden's gonna win put in twenty twenty four. Put a little graphic in the bottom that's like election predictions happening. Spoiler alert for twenty twenty four. Okay, well, what happens to Trump if he? What happens to Trump if he well, gets he, found guilty? He can't run. I think he can. I heard that he can't. I don't think you can run if you have a felony charge. <laughs> no, that that is not actually really? on the list of what it requires to be president. Run yeah, from yeah, prison? Yeah, yeah, that you would can. Be interesting. You can. <laughs> the debates Trump in an orange jumpsuit in the in his it's cell. Like the, like, the, the, like, he's like behind bars. So like the only people in here are the fake media with his arms like <laughs> sticking out of the jail cell. Pointing at cameras. Oh jeez. Oh no. Hold on. I gotta. No. I see. I actually have to. Google I don't know. That. I mean, like from what I've seen, and again, like you're like get off the social media. But <laughs> from what I've seen, this is hyping him up more. I fully agree. No, this this is doing nothing for the conservative base, but making it more popular. Yeah. Nothing. Which I'm not a fan of. I don't want him to be. The, we we've. I, I you've think talked about this. this. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want him. You're to not be on. The, you're not on the Trump train. No. I mean, I am. I mean, I I'll vote for him if he's the nominee, but I don't want him to be the nominee. My uncle's in Florida around the Trump train. Anyway, um, okay. So now, if if Trump, okay. So we're saying that if he's if he's found guilty, his bro's gonna run either way, probably. Probably. I probably I, 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 I don't see him backing out. <laughs> I didn't bring my water. I have one I didn't use yet. Really? Yeah. I don't want to give any companies free airtime, but oh, you know it's fine. Well, uh, it's literally a name, <laughs> like the store brand. Okay, cool. Thank Not you, like sir. Not like Deer Parker. I, I appreciate oh. that. <laughs> Shout out to Great Value. I like Great Value because it's a great value. Their water kind of sucks. No, anyway, you don't I, like pre- I appreciate you giving me the I bottle like of them. water, though. I, I like it. I've always been – I've never been a bottled water guy. I've always been like a from the tap or from like, oh, a filter in the no. fridge. 
I will. It I has will to drink, be filtered. I will drink tap water. Not all the time, but I, I do sometimes. If I'm anyway. like dying of thirst, I'll come in and turn the faucet on and run my head under there. But no, I'm not going to fill up right. a cup of tap water. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. So, okay, so I- if they do go after Trump and if they do get him, should they should they go after other people that have yeah, done similar 100%. stuff? If like, they don't, they, like, that's wild. Should they go after... So at this point, should they go after... Do you think they should go after Hillary? Yeah, well, I mean, Clinton's, I think, paid more money in hush money. But uh, again, that's not the technicality they're getting him on. It's the... um, It's the campaign yeah. money. I mean, let's be fair. There's other things you can get the Clintons on, if we're going to be honest. There's other... I'm not going to say that stuff on air, because I'd like to live a couple more years. <laughs> I think everyone said it. I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, anyway. Okay. So then here's what I'm... Here's what I'm... Here's a question I have to ask you then. Um... Does that does this idea that we're going after all the politicians now? Everyone's committed crimes. We're going after everybody. It's crazy. Um, is that a slippery slope? And does that make us look weak internationally? I do think people should be held accountable. Obviously, if Trump was guilty of something, yes, charge him. But just the fact that it's like happening, I guess it was seven years after it happened, and it's clear that it's just a political attack. Like, no one's, you know what I mean? And the DA, like, voted for Biden or contributed to the Biden campaign. Like, they found that out. So he's obviously a little bit biased. And what I, I was talking to a friend about this. How do you find a jury that's not biased? In Manhattan? That's the biggest worry that I would have. You're not going to find People a People love Trump or they hate Trump. Yeah. You're not going to find well, And also, that. there's also the worry that, like, yeah, Trump has so many connections in so many areas. It actually might be in the other direction like you can't find a biased jury against him yeah so either way i think no 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 i I mean it's a concern that people hate trump but obviously for it to be a fair trial that's like i I don't i don't want people who love trump on the jury either right like it's got to be it's got to be there's no like you can't find a biased person when donald trump um, and an unbiased person when donald trump's involved yeah, you can only find people that could look at that objectively. I, I, don't, I don't even think you should look for – I don't even think you should look for unbiased people. You should just look for people that can look at it objectively or as objectively yeah, as possible. Yeah, I guess. Because you're not going to find someone that goes, oh, I don't, I don't feel any sort of way about – actually, I know some people that might actually say that, but they're pretty apolitical. So. Yeah. Well, those, those would be the only people – those would be the only people up – only people allowed. <laughs> anyway, um, you hear music? No, that you hear music in your headphones. Yeah, I've been dying. Wait, let me let me have your. Headphones. It must have been something. Wait, you you managed to keep picking up on one of the local. Apparently, this happened. You pick up on the local channel. It's very quiet. Wow, bro's hearing music from another channel. That's crazy. I've been dying in your arms tonight. How do I fix that? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, sir. You made us have to live with that for the next oh, No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind, but we, we just stopped talking and I heard it. Yeah, and then you heard music. All right, we have some other things here. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know. This is interesting. Okay, so, like, yeah, Trump, I do think that this whole thing is slightly politically motivated, at least to a certain extent. Do you think that he's partially to blame for that? I mean, he made people hate him that bad. So, kind of got what was coming for him. That's I mean, it, I was it was bound that. to happen. I just didn't think it was going to be on this. I thought it would be something else. Right. Okay. 
Um, yeah, now we can talk about. Well, you got to get out of here at one fifteen, right? Um, I mean, I could be a little bit after. Okay, okay, we'll carry on then. What are your thoughts on the AI deepfakes? I don't. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really keep up with the AI stuff. But if you wanna give me a brief synopsis, okay. then no, I'm not gonna because I don't know enough about it. I just, you know, have you seen? Have you seen Donald Trump and Barack Obama playing yeah. the ESCO together? I mean, I think it's funny, but it's also crazy that that's like possible that it's yeah that it's yeah that close like it's very here. accurate like yeah. they sound very like it's close in yeah. a couple years it'll be indistinguishable yeah. and then that's here's the thing i i actually think they'll get less funny over time because they'll get more accurate i think what makes them so funny right now is that we can recognize that whatever that thing is it's trying to sound like donald trump but it can't quite get it and that's kind of what's so funny yeah is that they don't have the mannerisms and stuff down but um Okay, then we'll kind of glaze over that. I was curious if you had any thoughts. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I'm not really too well-versed in that stuff. That, okay, very cool. Uh, okay, this is interesting because this is something that I've uh, that I, I heard a couple of people talk about. This is something that we talked about at the Bridge Summit was like uh, Amer- American intervention on like the global stage. Um, can you make the argument sort of for, for why the world – uh, does need a strong America and an argument for why the world doesn't? I'm just like, we're just such a wealthy country and we do do a lot of international funding and provide military assistance and things like that. So, I mean, if we aren't in a strong state, a lot of other countries are screwed because a lot of other countries, like especially the smaller ones, like rely on us, whether that be trading military funding but um no i mean i i, I think that I'm, I'm listening keep no, going no no you're good yeah I, I i think that um i i think that the world does need a strong america i don't really see for why it doesn't because i think that that wouldn't really help anyone i mean having not a strong america doesn't help us and then all the other countries are kind of screwed too okay do i think that we should should be funding everyone and providing all this stuff no but I think that a lot of countries do benefit on us being in a good position. Okay. Yeah, that was an argument that Russell Brand made on – it was on Real Time with Bill Maher, and he was like, you guys got to fix your shit because the world needs a strong America, like yeah. especially right now. Was that the same interview when he was talking about the propaganda? On MSNBC. Yeah. Yes. It was pretty, I, I did I, see I'm, that I'm clip. A, I'm a Russell Brand Is, is fan. he always pretty political? Paid. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't earlier on. In okay. His that was like. Was I was like. I don't know if he just like was got like fed up and just like lashed out oh, on air. No, but. No. Over the last for the last couple of years, he's been political. Yeah, but earlier on in his career, he he was not. He was an actor. I, I might be wrong. Was he with Katy Perry, or is that someone else? I think they were at one point actually. I don't know. Either way, I don't know. But yeah, so you know, he's but he's uh, he's been political over the last couple of years. He's been more political. Yeah. And he's actually the Daily Wire is doing that show called The Search. With Ben and, Shapiro, and he was on there. He was on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That was I'd, cool because I, I didn't see the whole thing, but I, I saw a clip clips, of it. Yeah. yeah, I thought that clip was cool because the fact that those two can sit down and have a conversation is really great because they yeah. don't actually agree on a lot. And them mm-hmm. just being friends, I just, I don't know. It's like that's how bad this whole situation has gotten. Like whenever I see something like that, I just get so happy and I just, I just love seeing that because it just, it's, it, a lot rarer than it should yeah. be. All right, I have some rapid-fire questions for you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Actually, I really only have a couple because we already covered some of them. Um, <laughs> re- 
<laughs> you had a rate right now. Live rating, Brett Cooper on a scale of one to ten. Oh, 10. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll buy her chocolate bars anytime. <laughs> you Beautiful. posted on your Instagram story. You were like, I'll buy anything she tells me to. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so funny. She is pretty. No, she's she pretty. Is and she's she's she seems smart and honestly. Um, you know, I, I, I don't watch her show really ever. I watch, I, I don't know why, but like Snapchat recommends me her show and I send yeah, yeah. and it, it's kind of fun. You know, the, it's mainly cause the daily wire has some of the best editing teams on oh, ever right sure. now. Yeah. Their editing yeah. teams are insane, but yeah, I just, I had to get that out of you. We had to have that on air. Exposed, exposed. <laughs> no, I had like five rapid fire questions and we got through almost all of them. Um, what's your favorite interview that you've ever done? That that's a good one. As you interviewing somebody, and then maybe the other way as well, both. Um, well, I mean, Laura Ingram was my favorite. Okay. Media gotcha. appearance. Yeah. Um, obvious reasons, but cut off his mic. He didn't say not just politics episode. <laughs> no kidding. No, that that, but that was interesting though. I mean, no, that's, I mean, uh, that's, a, val- that's I, a valid excuse. I do a, like. Not, uh, I, I, I really do enjoy this though because it's yeah it's, it's fun. Uh, I like the conversation. Yeah, we have a good time. Answer this question. Answer this. Question. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, I didn't like to. I didn't want to make an interview the second time. It was too much. No, but honestly, that that's a valid answer. Yeah, the Loring game run. That's man. Hey, that's. I mean, that's, it was it was. Yeah, I mean, it literally launched my yeah. interest and career in journalism. So come on. Um, I'm just whole mic is so wobbly. <laughs> like, look at that. Yeah, it's too much. Sense. You got to tighten it up. I don't know how to fix that. I'll talk to Wayne after this, maybe. Um, okay. from a like I'm proud of myself moment, like perspective, like the, the most fun you had, like the coolest one, the best answers, like I, of you interviewing. I, I would say Riley Gaines. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was a lot more like this. Like I said, conversation based. I was a little. I was able to be a little bit opinionated in it. All my other interviews, like I like I've interviewed Kat Kamick, um, Congresswoman from Florida, and that was like my first like politician that i was in, able to interview so i would say that that's pr- pretty high up there too mm-hmm. but that one was more of me asking like non-biased questions and having her be the only one to give her input and then i'd be mm-hmm. like okay thank you next question so i just like how they flow more and i lucked out with the riley Gaines thing because she is blown up since so i was like if i didn't interview her then i she'd probably never contact me or respond to anything right so i'm, I'm lucky i'm lucky she was assaulted after i <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> After I interviewed her. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we don't have a whole lot of time here. I guess we'll maybe try to keep the section short. Yeah, her story is I, I can't deny that her story isn't I can't deny that her story is compelling. I can't. You know, despite the fact that yeah, I think that she you know, she's a conservative individual, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, so she's gonna fall more to the conservative side. Um but yeah, no, I mean she seems very genuine. Uh, from that that time that I interacted with her, she seems very genuine, and I, I you know, her story is compelling. Yeah, no, very. Ge- I mean, because like most <coughs> most speakers on both sides make a lot of money from coming to these schools, and yep. they don't do meet and greets, and they speak, and then they head out. They're out. Yep. Um, I spent the entire day with Ryo Gaines. I picked her up from the airport. We ate lunch together. We did a. I think the episode was like thirty eight minutes or something of just yep. sitting down and chatting. Um, drove her over to the event, hung out at the event. She literally was walking around the room, meeting people, talking with everyone, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. The event happened. Afterwards, I drove out and we went to dinner. We were at a restaurant for like two hours with like some of the Turning Point members. Yep. So most people don't do that. No. 
and Probably. she might not be able to do that anymore just because it's more of a security reason, which I like obviously Ben Shapiro is not going to come and go out to dinner with you and walk no. around the crowd. <laughs> no. Like no. that's a safety concern, but no, it's, 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 it, 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 she was definitely very interested in making friends and connections and she wasn't like, Oh, I'm a big shot. People get to hear me speak. I'm going to leave. So that was cool. But no, I, I mean, I'm not saying she's not genuine now, but just from how much she's blown up, and the amount of media stuff she's doing now, like, it would have been very rare to be like, hey, I'm a random college student. You want to come sit down and talk to me? She'd be like, no, I have I have to Stop be on Fox in yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's actually the cool thing about the Bridge National team is, like, they haven't uh, they haven't been to this campus yet. But when they do, they, like, go out to dinner with the chapter yeah, afterwards it's nice, and stuff like yeah. that. That's, that stuff's kind of cool. I like that. All right. Well, I think, well, it's it's almost one fifteen at this point. Um... Is there anything else that you would like to talk? Is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Anything you would like to talk about right now? Um, The floor is open to you. I mean, I'm graduating. I'm excited. That's that's. Um, I have a real. I don't know if I told you about my my idea to decorate my cap, but stay tuned. Oh no! What are you? I'm excited. Oh no! I'm excited. (laughs) Let's just say I got a really cool photo shoot planned. Is it a giant? (laughs) It's it's probably not what you think, but it's political, but it's not. Okay. It's not um. The classic, I graduated without being indoctrinated or anything like is that. Is it going to be a red? Um, red a, shouldn't a, like, be involved, no. A, like, uh, <coughs> um, I don't know. So I'm going to have my MAGA uh, hat on and my cap, and I'm going to throw the cap. Like, when I'm on stage, throw the cap and be like, no. Um, no, I'm just, from all the <laughs> okay, negative I'm experience- really hoping that that was, I, re- I was really hoping you were kidding because I was like, Logan, you <laughs> No, I'm no, I would never. Um, no, I'm from everything that I've been through here. I just want to make it a in your face. You tried to ban me from this university, and now I'm graduating. Damn. All right. So it's gonna be my my final send off, and okay. I'll, I'll be out. You'll you'll have I'll never step foot back. Point on this Yeah. Wow, you're not gonna come back for another episode. <clears throat> if it's in here, this isn't campus. That's true. If it's in the CMI, you wouldn't do it. Maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. No, no, I, I would, I would. Okay. I, I, w- I hope so. I hope you would. Um, <coughs> yeah, graduating. That's exciting. Yeah. What's the actual date that you're graduating on? Like, what's I think the it's the thirtieth. I don't even okay. know to be honest. Gotcha. I think it's a Saturday or Sunday. You got everything lined up for that? You ready to get out of here? No, not yet. I, I'm still working on things. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm still figuring it out. But I've been um, working with administration just to make sure that we're all good. What's the and what's the uh, any immediate plans? You sticking around here for a little bit? Um, I mean, my lease isn't over until end of June, so okay. gonna stick that out. Uh, chill in the city, work a little bit, mm-hmm. vacation, travel, hopefully a little bit. Um, and then I want to be living in the D.C. area, like full time by the end of this year. All like right. I want to be fully moved in and working. Wow. All right. Well, that's a wrap, Logan Dubill. That's a wrap. It was Thank a pleasure. you, sir. Pleasure. I appreciate you. Always a pleasure. I appreciate you. That was fun. Bye, everybody. See ya.